Howdy, hey, this is Light on the Trail podcast. Coming up, we go over notes, set up some plans, and reflect and adjust fire on things from one race into how to move forward and become better into a race coming up. Here we go. All right, thank you so much for being here. I'm your host, Frank. We're going to, uh, which is something I thought about for a while, and uh, it's a good idea, I think, for anyone to do it uh, over any distance or any sport, I guess, in general, but just reflect on something you've done. Uh, what what did you like? What did you not like? What can we change and adjust and to move forward and become better for the next event, right? Kind of compare things and apples to apples or make notes, or like my wife likes to do, we'll do a uh, pros and cons list. We like writing lists and maps of our backyard plans and things like that. But it's fun. It gets the gets the brain flowing and thinking and getting creative. And again, you kind of you can look back on it, have it written down. It's always one thing. Um, be wise with your time, right? I think that's a something I get stuck on so much. And I'll just go right off into a tangent, even though I said let's get into it. But um, a minute, something I've told my kids, and when I I've done it too. If you haven't, if you just watch, you need a a analog clock. One's got second hand moving around it, but stop and look at the clock and wait a whole minute. It will seem like forever, but that's one minute and time flies by. So it kind of helps put in perspective of how much time you really have and what you can do with, with five minutes, you know, 10 minutes, 15 minutes, whatever. There's a lot of things you can do just in the morning. If it stretches if it's Bible study, if it's, you know, reflecting on something, maybe you've got like a dream journal, anything, uh, make giving yourself would be waking up 15 minutes sooner, 10 minutes sooner to cook yourself breakfast, something like, you know, something like that. But you can do so much in a small amount of time. Um, today I was, it it was kind of, I was working on something at work and, um, is getting around. If I'm going to take lunch, I need to do it soon so I can come back and get ready for this other thing that goes on at this time. What, I don't know what I want. I didn't bring lunch. So I need to find something to eat. I don't need junk, you know, fast food. I really, that's not, I don't know what sounds good. And all this is running through my head. I'm like, ah, oh, mate, you know this, but I don't want to just waste my money somewhere. Maybe I'll go get a burger. What, you know, and um, for some reason in my head, I always think I have to have an hour. And I've worked before at a job that I had 30 minutes. And you had to move. You had to get you had to get down there and down the road if we're gonna get some food and come back. But you can do it and you can get it done. And uh I just kept looking at the clock and thinking, if you just would have walked to your truck and thought about this and just decided on a place, you'd already be there eating. And now you've wasted twenty minutes. I was on Google Maps looking at the restaurants in the area, thinking about what I want to eat for twenty to thirty minutes probably. And I was like, Oh my goodness, this is ridiculous. I was literally like not not anxiety or anything, maybe a little bit, but I was I was working myself up and like, dude, are you even gonna eat? Like, come on, let's go. Anyway, time is very important, and you can do a lot with your time. Um, so something you can do on that, right, is kind of reflect on things, and I like to say adjust fire on what was and what you can do now, right, and set up your goals and, and those things. So, the Hidden Hills Ultra was the marathon I ran earlier this year. It's the longest race I've ever done, the first trail race, all that. Uh, like I said, this year has really been my year of getting getting back into running. Um, it was There was a 50-mile going on, so that's why it was called the Ultra. They did have a marathon um, uh, distance going on as well. Anywho, so I'm going to kind of go into that and 
think about things and put things in place of what I would like to do in my upcoming race in a few weeks, uh, about four weeks, I guess, is the um, Blazing Summer Sufferfest. Uh, it's up at Cedar Hill Park here in Texas, right up the road, thankfully not too far, um, which is a big bonus for a step of something I'll, I'll get into. But uh, I want to go through everything that happened on, on the first race because um, it was pretty neat, and I liked what happened more than bad, thankfully. Like, really, I don't have that many complaints. Um, so be <laughs> if you make some plans, stick to those plans, especially in training, so you can rely on those things. Um, but it could have took a turn real quick and could have been bad because uh, I did – this was a race, uh, if you've listened to a prior episode about breaking the golden rule, rule where I <laughs> bought a vest the day before, had never worn it, and – walked around with it pretty much at home to get a fill for it and then went to the race with it because I, I didn't, I forgot that I needed a vest. I didn't like connect the dots on that. Um, anyway, so the race starts. It's nice weather. It's good. I'm excited. I'm trying to, I'm already thinking like, don't, don't run out too fast. Don't get caught up in a group and don't go too fast. What's what you always hear? Um, you know, I got so excited. I'm amped up. I wanted to run. We blew out the gate and you you look at your watch and you're, it's, rolling and you're like oh i think i'm going too fast but this is this is fun this is fine right <laughs> um so i i was pretty conscious of my my pace the the highest goal i had i guess um goal a <laughs> would be um finishing finishing pretty quick solid you know i i get it in my head and if you look into it you'll see like four hours is a really good time for a marathon um, mostly for roads because trails are different than roads, of course, with the terrain and up and down and conditions and, and everything like that. Right. But I just had it in my head. I was like, if, if everything's lining up and it's pre- it's rocking and rolling, man, that'd be cool. Let's aim for that. Let's, let's get a couple lists of the things going. Right. And then second, um, I was pretty much just finish it, you know, s- enjoy it, but finish it. But, but I would say maybe that was the third goal. If I could finish it and still be smart, I didn't want to be dragging myself across the finish line and just hating it. So I did want to enjoy it was your first one with that, with, if it's something that you've never done before, a new distance or a trail race, um, you kind of have a cushion with that. And I was talking to somebody when I was running the other day about this, that you don't have anything to compare it to in your head. Like if you've ran 25 K's, you have a pretty good average on, on your times, right? So if you come in and it's like a minute slower than what you're used to, you're you're going to be really upset and like, what the heck happened? Um, but this, I didn't have never ran a marathon. I didn't have anything to compare it to. So I did have a little, I was less in my head about, about that and performing good. But main thing, their second goal was just to, to finish strong. Um, and third would just be like, you're not going to quit. If you have to walk, whatever happens, like you're not going to, you can't, you can't quit. Um, with that, quickly found out that that four-hour uh, business was not going to happen. Uh, try to stay on. I wrote uh, that's something I did too. I did write down um, to have a negative split what the first two laps were going to be because it was a four-lap um, down and back race. And here's the pace I was, was going to try to maintain for the first two laps, and then let's do faster the second two laps at around this pace. That'll give me about a five-ish, eight-minute buffer at the end if I'm just going to cut it right right under four hours. Anyway, 
<laughs> again, that did not happen. I found it out pretty quickly. Um, it was called the Hidden Hills Ultra, and it was not the standard course that they have. There was some construction going on at like the Possum Kingdom uh, State Park or wherever it was down the road from there. Um, but there was still two hills, and they were quite large and very rocky and rough terrain. It was, uh, as I heard recently, rough as a cob, um, just boulders and stuff <laughs> as far as Texas boulders. But uh, quickly realized that's going to be rough. It's going to be really hard. And then I had this thought, these are going to eat my lunch on the last lap. It's going to get hotter through the day, and these are going to really suck. But we like going downhill. Let's go downhill. The gravity's pulling us downhill. We'll not necessarily make up time, but it will stay quick. And again, mentally, I'll feel like I'm, I'm moving good. Um, so I, I told myself, you know, run, try to always run down them. But we'll, we'll rely on a feel and see how we were going. Um, quickly into it, uh, I met up with a guy named Sean. And it was his, I think, second uh, marathon. It was his first trail, I believe. Um, and we got to talking. And that was something, a little goal of mine, too, was I was excited to run with people. And then on down and back, you can see people coming back at you and, and vice versa. But um, I, I was, well, I ran with him for a while. And we both kind of talked and had this kind of four-hour goal as well. Um, again, this was his first trail, and he was moving pretty good. And um, I did have to pick up my pace to to stay with him, but my my clock or my my pace on my watch was reading pretty fast, like faster than I was wanting to do, and faster than it really was necessary uh, to make that pace. But uh, I stayed with him for quite a while, and um, we talked, and he was a super nice dude, and uh, I think he was oh, I can't remember his age. But but older guy, maybe around fifty or so, or, or late like forties or whatnot. But uh, Sean, he was cool. He was a solid guy. Found him on Strava later, and we talk and, and all that. But um, yeah, I had to part ways with him, and I, I felt like he he was kind of trying to slow down, but not really, because we talked about that. And I was like, hey, bud, um, if you need to go, you can go. I'm gonna have to slow down. This doesn't feel um, it's not doable for me. I'm gonna have to slow down. I'm trying to listen to my listen to my body, right? And he's like, uh, you go ahead. So this is coming back. Um, I think after the first lap. But, um, I was like, you, you go ahead, man. And, uh, and that's something I'm, I'm happy about. I'm proud that I listened to my body. I wasn't like, no, come on. He's going to, he's going to push you and you're, you're going to be able to get that time and go forward. Um, so I already let go of that first goal. Cause I, again, I knew that wasn't sustainable, was not smart. Um, I was like, you go, man, you get it. And, uh, I'm going to, I'm going to cut it back here and try to stay comfortable and, uh, get back after the first lap. And I made it back almost right at an hour, uh, which right, that's kind of a good sign, right? If I can do all the laps in an hour or under, that's under four hours. Um, that was kind of a goal of mine. So I'm kind of on pace for that, but not not necessarily. And um, I believe uh, Sean, I could kind of see him finish and he went over to, to the aid station there and was grabbing some stuff or something. But they were lining up for the next, uh, the 5K and the 10K to, to go on that next hour. I literally ran through the the starting gate, went around the inflatable, and ran back. And they're like, "Go!" <laughs> a wave of people like flew by me, and uh, it was cool though uh, to be a part again with with us running back with people. Um, someone had a speaker, and it was sing it was singing, <laughs> it was playing the beginning of uh, I think it's the Toadies, the Possum Kingdom song. Uh, it was awesome. I was like, "Hey, guys, we talked you know talked to him for a second, but." Anyway, everything's going good so far, rocking and rolling. I'm starting to slowly, it's starting to slowly warm up, but 
um, coming back, I think around maybe lap two, uh, something that I was questioning doing, but felt like I needed to do was things at the aid station that they had that I'd never tried before. Right. So what are your, what's one of the other golden rules you're not supposed to do when you're running a race? Try something new. That that's, that's the same. Don't try wearing things that are nudes you've never done. Let's not eat anything you've never ate before. How about we eat all the stuff that is you've never tried while you're running? Never had a half banana while I was running, but I, I know bananas are good with me. Like, that's fine. Uh, they had the pickle juice, the electrolyte pickle juice brand that was there. I've never had that before. Yeah, I'll take a couple shots of that. They had hammer gels instead of goo. Uh, that's the only gel I've had, I think, is, is goo and maybe... Um, I can't remember this other one. Uh, anywho, never had the, I was like, sure. I mean, right. A gel's a gel. Okay. And thankfully everything settled pretty good. Um, I was slightly worried, but it was, it, it went okay. And I'm kind of being conscious and worried about calories, but also, um, cramping. Cause this is, it's, it, it's quickly turned into the hottest day. It's been all year. I don't know what the temperature got up to. I think it was maybe, maybe 90, um, but it was, it was, it was getting warm and that crossed my mind and I was, oh man, um, all I had was just noon, noon tablets I was putting in my, my two flasks, but that was something that was started to, to peek its head was fear of, of that, (laughs) of cramping up because of the heat and then also how this food was going to settle with me. Um, but we kept moving, kept moving. Again, I'm proud of that. I'm going to keep, keep that mindset uh, line up a couple goals, keep on checking in with your body. How are you feeling? Is this obtainable or not to finish in a solid manner, um, for the, for the suffer fest, something that I wanted to do for this one was that I wasn't able to do was, was actually go out and run it first or get in the area to check out the terrain and everything. Um, with this, with the suffer fest coming up, it's only 30, maybe well, from my, maybe about an hour away. Um, but I was able to do that. I went up there with a bud the other day and we got to run it. Um, it's just, we found, you know, from the course map and they had the loop there and matched it up with the, the course there. It's pretty much the same thing and got a, got a feel for it. And I was really happy about that because it, I think it's just mostly mental. I wanted to see it during the day. This is a night race. Um, but I wanted to be able to say like, I've, I've been here before. Um, and if anything were to be crazy, just, you know, to come up and on the middle of the night and be like, oh yeah, there's this one portion that's really steep and really sandy or whatever. Um, there's a lot of routes out there. The most of it is fairly flat, very runnable and and nice. There's just a couple spots that are very, very rooty. There's there. It's crazy. They're out of nowhere. It's just, you've got to pick your feet up. So that very, very well, um, maybe my demise, I'm okay at picking my feet up. Um, but that's a quick way to learn to pick your feet up is once you eat it a few times and the roots are (laughs) the best friend of that. But so I was able to kind of scout out the course first, uh, with this one. So I'm very happy about that as well. I think I've got a little mental check just to, just to feel comfortable. I kind of, with events anyway, you get there and you want to get there early for parking or whatever else. But like now I kind of know where the parking lot is. Even that, if you can go out and, and scout out the place you're going to be running, I think that helps you a lot mentally, at least on my part. Um, okay. So we're kind of like what coming back on the, on the second lap, almost halfway through, right? That's kind of a bonus. And, um, 
I've seen Sean a little bit here and there and he's kind of in front of me and, um, I meet up with another gentleman. I think his name was Jonathan and it was his first marathon and I got to run with him for a little bit. I'm talking with him. Uh, he was kind of also kicking around the idea of the, you know, around four hour mark. And I was like, yeah, that, that'd be pretty solid. I just don't know how it's, how this is going. Um, and he's like, yeah, I've kind of slowed down. I don't think that's going to happen, but I just want to finish strong. I was like, amen, brother. That's what I'm trying to do. And so I ran with him for a little bit. Um, we parted ways coming back. Um, I, I believe it was coming back towards the middle, uh, the end of the second lap, or it might've been going out on the third lap. Um, but we, we, we split up and I got to see him. Um, and again, since out and back, you kind of, you'll cross the person again, uh, coming back on the second lap. So I'm halfway through and, um, a lady, I'm filling up my water bottles. Uh, a lady says, have you, have you took any salt, salt pills yet? I've heard of those. Never had any. She's like, how many there there's, I think there was four in a pack. And, um, she's like, if you, it might be a good idea if you want, cause it's getting warm. And again, I'm already worried about cramping. Um, you can take well, whatever it was. It was like two now and then two in 30 minutes. Or if you take like three, whatever to catch up. And I was, I, I took two then. And then like 15 minutes later, I took the other two, um, after I, I took off. Cause I was just worried about <laughs> cramping up and, um, fear, fear for that. And I've never, I've never really had that happen. My toes will cramp up. <laughs> Sometimes if I'm swimming, it happens more often. I don't, I, whatever reason, it's always my toes cramp up a lot whenever I swim because I'm like reaching for the bottom of the pool. I don't know. <laughs> um, but um, so we're, we're moving, rocking and rolling. I've, I've passed um, Jonathan, got some salt pills in me. We're sweating a lot. It's it's getting hot. And um, those hills are becoming the demise of many a person out there. Um, soul crushing hill. There's two. One is, was huge. And the other was <laughs> compared to that one was still big. Um, it did, and it, it kind of curved a little bit, but at the bottom of all my, it turned into like a lot of sand too. So it just, it just sucked all the energy out of you and you had to like try to run in the middle. It was like a, um, like where a, a truck path or a car, it was two lanes, like a fire trail or service road trail, um, out on this person's ranch. But so there was two paths essentially. So you could come back on the other side. It worked out great. But a lot of people were trying to run in the middle where, where the grass was a little taller, but it wasn't sandy. At least there's something there to, to help. But that was a little, little, I wouldn't say trick, but something I learned quickly was to get out of that sand. Um, and it was, again, it was getting hot. Um, I passed Sean. He later in this around lap three, he's not doing so hot. Um, can tell he's since slow down and we kind of meet up at an aid station and, uh, I got my stuff and, and went and he was, uh, I know he, had, he said something about a bathroom issue too, but, um, just kind of reflecting back on that with, I was happy that I stuck with my, my gut on, on being, um, slower, you know, don't worry about that. We'll, we'll finish. We're going to finish strong and go slower. Um, that gave me a little bit of a mental boost, helped a lot. Um, going into the suffer fest, some of my buddies will be there. And we kind of talk to it. It's a weird, like, I don't want to slow them down and they, I think they feel the same and I don't want to have, I don't want to feel like I'm pushing them. And they, yeah, I think we're all in the same boat. Like we, we've talked about, let's try to stay together on the first lap after that, you know, you do you, you know, do, do your race, do your thing. Everybody, you know, if we can, you know, help each other out, cheer them on. Um, but we'll just, you know, see how the day goes. We're all, we're all adults here, right? <laughs> um, oh, so yeah, I, I, 
passion and felt happy of my choices to to stay stay mellow. Um, I've started to walk a lot more. Same thing, being trying to be smart. I would see like from this shadow to that tree over there, we're going to walk and walk a little bit and take some breaths. I didn't want to walk. That's always been a th- like kind of a thing of mine is uh, you can just go like run a little slower. Um, but yeah, I wanted to like, no, this is your first race. You have anything to compare it to? It's okay. Finish strong. And uh, anyway, so I get back, uh, whatever, coming back on the fourth lap, that last lap was was awesome. And uh, I'm like, dude, this is it. I've got like three miles left. I've got a 5K left. I can come back, get out of this stinking heat. The tops of my knees are burning <laughs> from the sun. I can feel the ends of my, the tops of my ears. And uh, I get get rocking and rolling and we're moving and we're moving. And um, I'm, I'm pumped from that, right? And uh, <laughs> this this lady, um, and she's been, again, it's out in backside. You can see people and, and track everyone in a way. Um, and she's she's been doing pretty good too. But she's going, I'm come, I'm headed to the finish and she's still going the, the original or not original direction, but she's going the other way. And uh, she's like, hey, I think you're, uh, what'd she say, second or something like that? It's like, you're doing the marathon, right? Like, yeah, she's like, I think you're the second male. I, I'm pretty sure she said second or third, but I think it was second. And I was like, no way. <laughs> she's like, yeah, I'm pretty sure. It's like, holy crap. So there is ever something and the, and I think, you know, bless her if she was just saying that to, to help, help people like push them forward. Um, maybe not, but I was not second, <laughs> but I did not know that at the time. And I was so, there's a guy, the last one that I had passed, um, he, he'd been up there for a while and I had someone I'd seen my, you know, been watching and, uh, he looked super fit and he is, he was super fit. Um, but that last lap, I was kind of closing in on him, and he was looking like really rough, <laughs> like hammered baloney. And uh, I passed him. And he, you know, it's like, "Good job, man, go!" And you know, all that was just infectious throughout the entire race too. So I want to bring that to the Sufferfest. Um, this one's a loop; it's not an outback, so you won't be facing people running back. Um, which is, since it can be in the dark, that might be a little more um, questionable or dangerous, but. Yeah, I want to keep that same energy. That's that's awesome. But so after she told me that, I was like, man, that guy, if she tells him he's third, he's going to, I bet he's going to turn it on. He's going to come get me. Um, he did not. I finished um, I finished just over uh, five hours. It was like five hours and two minutes. And I stopped at an aid station that I, sh- I did not need to. Again, I'm worried about cramping. I'm almost done. What if you cramp now and you're, you're going to crawl the rest of the way or, you know, whatever. And uh, I stopped at an aid station that... It w- was pretty close to the finish. Again, I did not need to stop to it. Stop at that one. Um, drank some pickle juice and uh, was ready to go. And at this point, I have I can see it on like my arm hair. I have salt buildup um, from, and I didn't know if that was necessarily from too too much sodium, obviously. But I was thinking like electrolytes. Well, that's good, right? Or is it like I'm sweating too much and I'm not? You know, I didn't know. Not the clearest head then. Anyway, finish strong. Um, happy about that. I end up being fifth male. I think so for fifth overall. I don't know. Wasn't second. Anyway, um, the first and second guy finished way ahead of me. <laughs> uh, but trying to keep that same energy, um, I was able to on adjustments. Thankfully with this new race, I was able to scout it out first. I want to keep bring that same energy. It's a new distance and it's at night to me. I have that same kind of cushion of, 
of it's your first one, you know, just finish strong, but I still want to do good. Right. Um, I've got a little bit of things planned out that I'm training for before I try to chill out and, and stay calm with it. But, um, ultimately I think that's a good, a good way to, to stay focused on target, right. Is a justifier and look back at what's, what you didn't like, what you did like, how to improve on these things if you can and, and move forward with that. Um, so I'm pretty, I am very excited and it's getting closer and closer and it's also getting hotter. So I'm glad it's at night run at a, um, a cool little spot down the road. It's at a winery and they, I think they're called, Oh, hidden Oak or lost Oak winery in Burleson. But, um, they just took it upon themselves and, and cut out about a, it's a two point something trail, um, in some land and have sounds like, Hey, this is public. Come, you can come run. You can donate some money, a little box if you want. We have over here. Um, it's really cool. That's kind of a little secret gym. And I found it out. I'll take my kids there and things. Um, so today was a, uh, I had a, a tempo. I wanted to do a tempo. I like speeding up cause it gets, opens up my gait and my legs and I feel like I kind of stretch out more. And when you slow down, uh, you kind of work on that, that recouping your heart rate and that the mental side of you're breathing really hard after running or like you would be climbing up a hill or what have you or bombing down a hill and you're like, Oh my goodness. But this is like a training for like, you, you got it. Like, you, you know, you've done this, you've been here before you can keep moving and I really like it. So I would, I'd run for five minutes and then I'd sprint for a minute and run for five minutes and sprint for a minute. I wanted wanted to do three laps. So I ended up being a little over six miles. Um, but it was really good, but I am, I am home alone. Uh, my wife and kids are at church camp. Um, send them a prayer. I'm so excited for them. It's my wife's first time as being a counselor. Um, but yes, I'm home alone and trying to stay busy and stay out of temptation. Um, and this is where it gets, you know, what I like to bring up, uh, a, 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 I was going to say sermon. I like to bring up scripture, uh, to reflect on things. And this one's a little, I usually aim towards like being strong and getting after it and having power through God and Jesus is with you. So you can't be stopped. Um, have, I thought about this as I was running and often do and pray and had, had all the thoughts and things, but, um, temptation and, and with men, it, it's, you know, I'm home alone and idle hands are the devil's playgrounds. And when I was fasting, I wanted to stay busy and productive. So I wouldn't think about wanting to eat. Right. Um, so I, it kind of hit me and I was like, I need to do that because it's, I'm home alone and no one's here, you know, fill in the blank. I could, you know, Ooh, free range to do whatever. Like, no, stop. Like I'm a, a man of God and I need to not be tempted. Although that is a constant with every, it's ridiculous. Um, this stuff. And it's actually a conversation I had again with a buddy when I was scouting out the, that course, we just were talking and good things. And he asked, uh, we we're talking about Instagram I was like, I, I don't have that anymore. Um, it ended up being a too much of a temptation for other things. And I just got rid of it. I had to, you know, lock that down and do it. And those are the things if you, once you do that, then you were to yourself, you know, your character, you're the one that did that versus you look back on it and you're like, you're the one that fell to that again. Um, or are you the one that said, nope, I'm stronger than this. God doesn't want me to do that. This will make Jesus happy if I stop doing this. Don't look at that. Don't, you know, drinking or drugs or what have you. It, it Every time you take a step away from that, you should be so empowered by that. So I'm looking, in, looking into James and 
this is James 1. Originally, when I just looked into it, it was just James 1, 12. Um, but we're going to do 12 through 15 because that all kind of goes together and it's super solid. Um, so here, James 1, or <laughs> first chapter, uh, 12 through 15. Blessed is the one who perseveres under trial because having stood the test, that person will receive the crown of life that the Lord has promised to those who love him. When tempted, no one should say, God is tempting me. For God cannot be tempted by evil, nor does he tempt anyone. But each person is tempted when they are dragged away by their own evil desire and enticed. Then, after desire has conceived, it gives birth to sin. And sin, when it is full grown, gives birth to death. Woo, I just got goosebumps. That's so solid. That is, it's like... Here you're going to be tempted, but understand, it's not God tempting you. It is from the devil. It's from the bad place. You know, it's not the kingdom. It's bad. You need to rebuke it. Stay strong. Be courageous. Like we mentioned last episode from Deuteronomy, be courageous and brave. Know he is with you and against evil with you. So you can do all the things and fight the temptation and you'll have, you know, ever, you will not die and have everlasting life through him. If you believe in him and love him, Um, you can, you know, love him, fear him. Don't, don't go against them, right? Know if it's something bad or a bad spirit or temptation that is not from, obviously, the kingdom. So it's it's not from a good place. Uh, but that that was I was thinking about when I was running. Um, and it was really good. That that was was something I was like, let's let's go a different direction with this and get a little serious. Um, but so James, 1 James 12 through 15, um, I would look into that. Well, thank you so much for listening along with this. If you have any comments or episode ideas, uh, please email us here at fullsteamaudio at outlook.com. This is the Light on the Trail podcast, and may the dirt be forever under your feet. God bless.